Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another episode, another rider. Today we have a nice gentleman in the car. His name is Tom. I think Sean, sorry. (laughs) My mistake. Sean. And he works in a care home, so he's going to tell us what it's like working in a care home, why he chose to do it, and just generally who he is. So nice to have you here today. Uh, Nice to be here. Uh, So my first question to you is, what were you like when you were in school? Uh, I was an idiot, really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lucy, you gotta know yourself. Why'd you say that? Why'd you say you're an idiot? Uh, I just used to, I used to just just do really stupid things. I would do dares for nothing and I would just say stupid stuff and all that lark and that's the reason I only had like two friends in school my whole life. Okay, well, you, the amount of friends doesn't matter, it's the quality of friends. Yeah. And what you were telling me just there, my friend, it just seems like you're just being a kid. Yeah. It's nothing, it's not... It's not an idiot, it's, it's, it's fun and games. Yeah. Like those American movies where you've got three good friends. Yeah, good friends. that's exactly what it was like, actually. And you're in your own world. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's all good. So, how did you come to work in the care home? Well, uh, just under two months ago, my dad passed away. Oh, sorry to hear that. Oh, cheers. Um, so, I needed to bring some money into the house to help me mum out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she works at a care home, the same one. Mm-hmm. So she asked if there were any jobs going for me and there was so I decided that I'd give it a try and I really like it I really like being there I've only been there a couple of weeks so I haven't even been paid yet but it is it is quite a good job okay so are they care home I automatically think old people is it old people or oh yeah all, all, all old people all old people so they're constantly telling you stories uh <laughs> not not quite yet. A few have. Um, they do have them, though. They really do have stories, especially what I've heard from my mum and everything. What kind of... Give us give us a story. We've got some time. Give us a story. Well, uh, let me think. Uh, there's, there's one there called Ruby, one of the residents. And uh, she was around during World War Two. Okay. So she got a job where she worked in manufacturing the rifles for them mm-hmm. so she her job was to to cock them to make sure they'd actually go back so she did that all the time working parts yeah parts, so yeah. now her her arm is stuck in the the position of holding a gun because of how often she did, did it? it yeah so she never used to stretch her arm no nah, no nah, she just did it got on with it the, thinking of the war effort yeah and then one time when she was doing it, she got bombed. Her factory, and she was under a pile of rubble. But is this down in uh, Arsenal? I Village, think, the old Arsenal. I think it might have been. It would have, because that's the only major Arsenal I know of. Uh-huh. Ex-military. So it's the only ex 
Um, that's why Arsenal, the football team's called Arsenal. Because oh. They're originally based down there. Oh, okay. Where they've got the cannons as their. Oh my god, that's so yeah. cool. I never knew that. Yeah, so, yeah, so if I did support a football team, it would be Arsenal because I'm military and I can admire the fact that they used to supply us for weapons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it would have been that place. I've, so when they were digging there, doing um, new buildings and stuff, mm -hmm. they were finding like bombs, oh, yeah? artillery shells. <laughs> And Jeez. Stuff like that in the ground still. So they decided to keep the old rest and just restore the old flats. Yeah. The small areas they just built tower blocks. Yeah. So it saved them disturbing the rest of the ground. Mm -hmm. That's like good. That. But sorry, I've deviated. You're saying she got bombed. Yeah, she got bombed and the ceiling came down in on her and she was just buried under a pile of rubble. But somehow she made it out and now she's sitting in the care home that I work in. She's like 90 something now. That's real determined, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't know how she's done it. <laughs> because I'm thinking if she's in an artillery shelter, mm -hmm. a shelter, um, it's like one of those big warehouses. Yeah. So the metal may have been that asbestos metal that would have come down on her. Yeah. So that's probably why she was able to get out. Yeah, yeah, not not too heavy yeah, and everything. Not, not real concrete, reinforced concrete slabs or anything. Yeah. Would have crushed her like an ant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So how did she say how she felt when she was there? Was she lying on the floor in, in the rubble for a long time? Uh, I think she was there for an hour. And she was just kicking and screaming from what she said that... And then they, everyone in the local area was going through it, trying to, after the bombs had stopped, trying to get everyone out, and they found her under a pile of rubble, and, yeah. How old was she, you know? I think she was somewhere in her 20s. I think yeah. so. What a way to go, isn't it? Yeah. So she probably understands how the uh, Palestinians feel. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Because after that, she said, she's probably anti bombing oh yeah yeah in that aspect regardless that she was making oh no she said she was making rifles yeah uh, have you seen this Sherlock Holmes movie with uh, Guy Ritchie Guy Ritchie Guy Ritchie's the director uh, oh yeah yeah a while ago I seen yeah, it's quite old yeah and there's a scene where there's a British guy he's a sniper yeah and he's up in a tower mm -hmm. and he's shooting yeah. Um, that's in one of the old artillery bases. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's mental. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Because obviously Britain was a big manufacturing weapons. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's a lot of the companies went to America afterwards mm -hmm. when uh, building weapons were banned. Yeah. Unless you had a government contract. Yeah. But so yeah, you said you, lots of stories. Heard lots of stories. Yeah. In in uh, thing. that's that's interesting. So far, you've been. I know you've only been doing it three weeks. But yeah. what have you learned that you wish you knew when you started? That with most people, there's more than meets the eye. I think mm. because all of them have been through a lot, and they're still just normal people. You know, none of them are, are mean. They're all still quite kind-hearted and everything, no matter what they've been through. And that uh, age doesn't really stop you. You know, there's a uh, there's a 104-year-old a resident there, and he still comes down from two floors, comes down, walks down there to get his breakfast. <laughs> so he's... Yeah. Yeah, that's his thing. 
There's 25, it's kind of small. That's a lot of hands. Is it like a 12 hour, 12 hour shift? Most of the time it's 12 hours. Oh, I suppose it's 24 hours, isn't it? Yeah, you got to be with them all the time. Because at nights they especially need attention because they'll need help getting out of bed and everything. So. To go to the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Um, what, what's the future hold for you? Well, uh, Soon I'm gonna do a security course. SIA? Uh, huh? The SIA, Security yeah. Industry Association. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully I can get a license for that and then uh, try and get some security jobs because I think I'd fit uh, well into it. I think it'd be my sort of thing that I'd like to do. Can, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Based on your personality, I don't know you that well, of course, I, I've only just met you. Yeah. Um, when you do the SIA, mm -hmm. there's another section where it's the CCTV. Yes, yeah. Go for that. Yeah. I think that suits your personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Because you, you're, you can do those in the supermarkets, right, work with CCTV or government. Mm -hmm. If you get that qualification, you can ask to work for the Home Office. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Their security. If you're into computers and all that, the way you got your headphones, yeah, like uh, you know, it's not good to judge a bit by its cover, but oh, no, no, I reckon it's, you it's... will fit into that, and you can travel the world. With it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, that is a, it is something that I can take to anywhere really. Yeah. Every, most places do need it. Yeah, yeah. And just develop the skills, understand the latest technology, mm -hmm. why it things are the best. So when you go for interviews, you can talk about it, and they can see that you really love what you do. Yeah. You'll, you'll be in there. Yeah, see if that suggestion out. Yeah, I might have to actually do that. Yeah, well, I hope you do. <laughs> Thanks. If, if you get in a taxi, come, if you call me again yeah. and you haven't done it, you, you can't get in a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Good stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But go to, you can go to Home Office website. Yeah. And you see what they have. They always have jobs. Mm -hmm. And then there's the immigration. You could be doing that for the immigration. Yeah. Immigration. And they can drop you in different places around the world. Mm -hmm. Three months here, or a couple of three years usually in another yeah. country, just doing the CCTV. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds pretty good actually. You could do it in the war zones, get higher pay. Yeah. Or you could do it in Boston, or you could do it in the Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all a start, isn't it? It's all a start. Right? Yeah. It's it is. So you're considering doing that security program? Yeah. You, you spoke about you used to play a lot of pranks when you were younger. What kind of pranks did you play? Oh, they were mostly on myself, to be honest, for the entertainment of my friends. Okay. Uh, this is gonna sound really stupid. I went fishing once. Yeah. Um, and there was just a time where I used to go fishing, maybe once a week, for a while, uh, in the summer, with my two mates. And uh, one, one like the last time we were doing it, we found a, 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 a Tupperware box of the sweet corn that we were using as bait that had probably been there for about four or five weeks. And somehow a, a big dried dead leaf had managed to get into the box. 
and I was there to eat some of the sweet corn. And I don't like sweet corn at the best of times anyway. Really? I like sweet corn. I can't stand it. It ruins everything for me. Okay. But I did it, and then I tried to keep it down, but probably 10 seconds passed, and I was vomiting in a bush, and I didn't even catch a fish that day, so none of it was really worth it. River, then the fish would have come to eat that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good suggestion. Yeah, I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Think it's a buffet. Yeah. So, mummy, mum got you the job. Yeah. Yeah, you got siblings. Yes, I have a twin and two older brothers. Are oh, you a twin? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Two of you, you, because you look a bit, remind me a bit of a Viking, like you play a, <laughs> a role in a, in a feature for every film. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, you, you're twin brothers. You into Lord of the Rings? Oh my god, I've got a tattoo. Oh, is it? Yeah, of the author's signature. Okay, who's your favourite character? Uh, probably Aragorn. Uh, wait, Aragorn, which one's that again? He's, uh... The book reader. Huh? One of his books? Uh, no, nah, he's, uh... He's the one who goes with them. He's the the tall man played by Viggo Mortensen. Uh, what does he do? He uh, in the first film, he's the one who moves their rooms, moves them from one room to the next so they don't get killed. The rider. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, what do you prefer, Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones? Uh, probably Lord of the Rings. Is it, why? Because it's more mystical. Yeah, I think so. I, I read them for a while and I, I cried when I finished them to be honest because <laughs> okay it's deep man <laughs> it's deep okay but I did like Game of Thrones I didn't mind the the, the way it ended everyone hated what? it what? I, I didn't mind it no listen don't say that again after I ask you to leave yeah. <laughs> that was abysmal think <laughs> about how they cut it they ripped that to shit I don't but I, I thought it, I thought it could have been worse oh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard shout. That's a hard shout mate. <laughs> All I'm saying is that they really did that some injustice. Uh, and stuff. So, who was your favourite character in Game of Thrones? Uh, it might have been a oh, it might have been a Tyrion. I love Tyrion. He was great because he Tyrion and Varys together they were like the funniest part of the show, and it was just good to look like, after something serious happened to just go to a bit of a funny bit for a second because they work so well together so so going back to the care home you don't see yourself working there for too long probably not you're gonna go on thing but you do appreciate the old people oh yeah definitely all of that which is good i i, I admire that um and stuff what's the impact you want to have on the world i don't really know uh i mean i've always dreamed of uh writing and I guess I'd love to do something with that. Uh, but I don't really know. It's, uh, it's not something I really asked myself, to be honest. Mm. What do you write? What do you write about? Well, I like to write screenplays. Oh. Um, Get that quiet. <laughs> yeah. Um, You've written stuff before. Well, I'm I'm writing two right now. Okay. And uh, I just. I don't really know how I'd even get it off the ground, but even just to be able to say to myself that I have written them means a lot to me. That what are they about? Uh, 
one is a like a, a horror set in the 1600s okay. and the other one's about a uh, like a broken relationship sort of thing uh, that gets worse as the reach story out, goes reach out to Guy Ritchie yeah <laughs> maybe reach out to Guy Ritchie find out who you know you, you see the credits who's worked with him before mm-hmm. who might be interested if not you reach out try directly to him yeah See yeah. what you're saying. If he, he may have an apprenticeship scheme. Yeah, maybe. You don't know. You don't know. You know. So it's all worth having a look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, having a look and seeing how things yeah. go, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, there's quite a few episodes I've done here. Yeah. Where, um, people, screenwriters. Oh yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That you can listen to those. Yeah. And then maybe even get in touch with. Yeah, yeah. Or you hear their story. Mm-hmm. There's a young girl mm-hmm. who had done some play about domestic violence, but a reverse scenario where the man's being beaten by the woman, and eventually the woman kills the man. Yeah. Which is actually a true story. Okay. And um, she sold out in the first two weeks. Oh, damn. Um, well, the second day she sold out because a scriptwriter, some com- a critic, wrote about the play, mm-hmm. and they. They're just sold out every day after that for maybe two weeks. That's great. But because they booked the theatre um, for only two weeks, mm-hmm. um, they couldn't book it any longer. Oh, damn. But I said to her, I would have just moved the show to somewhere else. Yeah. I said, we've got a full house here. Yeah. We've got like, to the new people. Mm-hmm. Um, can, even if it is like a school hall. Yeah. Just get loads of high loads of chairs. Yeah. Absolutely. You've got the assembly stage ready, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's going well, you yeah, try and keep it going for as long as you can. Yeah, you keep that world in there. Yeah. Well, you've been a great um, guest. Last question is, what's the impact you want to have on the world? Uh, well, if I could uh, pursue writing, I think I'd like to just make people think twice before thinking they know something sort of thing. Because okay. you never know... Who someone is or what they've been through. Second guess yourself. Yeah. Before passing judgment. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> and we wish you well. Uh, cheers. Thank you. We hope you liked that Taxi Chronicles interview. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.